Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Here on the BetQL Network. Coming up next hour on the show, Brad Evans joins us, our stadium teammate, host of Live on the Line, on noon Eastern weekdays here on Stadium. Uh, Dave Wanstead, the coach, will join us as well, talking National Football League, talking college football. We'll get his thought on Jim Harbaugh not being on the sideline for the Maryland game and the Ohio State game, so lots of good stuff still to come. Power hour, final hour of the show, all our bets for tonight and all our bets for Week 11 NFL Sunday. And in 20 minutes... The locomotive leaves the station. All of Ken Barkley's college football picks for the weekend. So you're watching the show right now. You're listening. Do not change that dial. Do not go anywhere. It's like people were banging on Al Michaels last night for saying, like, don't change the dial. Like, well, Al, like, yeah. you're, on, you're on Amazon. I feel like I'm right. kind of like, I just said, like, don't change the dial. I guess, like, we're not only on streaming. But, but you say yeah. across the wire, too. Like, we're still getting, like, these. Cro- crossing like, the wire. But that I say, like, as a joke. Like, I, like. Like sure. I'm unironically, unironically saying, don't, don't, don't turn the dial. I'm ironically saying, yeah, Al still has thing. a dial. Also, there's no way Al still has a dial. Al has like some prototype television that we haven't found out about yet. That's some like advanced technology or something. No, my my guess is Al's got so much money that he literally has someone just like change the channel for him. Would be my guess. No, you probably, <laughs> honestly, he probably has the actors come to his house and just enact the episodes in front of him. <laughs> that's probably that's God probably bless. what happens. Oh, you know what? So I haven't seen that. that uh, I haven't seen that Seinfeld in a little bit. Yeah, hey, Jerry, do you want to come over and do season three, episode two real quick? Yeah, I'll get the gang together. Here's, here's $10 million. And by the way, yeah, uh, yesterday, I think I saw this on Twitter, was the anniversary of the episode with the Seinfeld table read of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is one of my favorite episodes yeah. in the entire series, which features the very dirty joke that Marty Funkhauser tells Jerry Seinfeld, which is still to this day makes me laugh. Anyway, let's get some bets for this weekend. And to do that, well, well PJ is going to join us in just a second, and he's going to give us bets for college football and the National Football League. But that sound that you hear around the country, the bookies are starting to get really nervous. You know why that is, Jake? Oh, yeah. When you hear the glass, it's your bookies derriere. The glass man, PJ Glasser, joins us on the show to give us bets for the NFL and college football. PJ on Twitter at PJ Glasser9. You can check PJ out weekdays here on the BetQL network. Send it in on all our social uh, platforms. The show is fantastic. It, PJ goes for like a half an hour straight. He's brilliant. Like, you got to check out Send It In on all our social platforms. Noon, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, excuse me, weekdays here on the BetQL Network. And then inside the betting lines from 1 to 5 p.m. Eastern every single Sunday, live from National Harbor in D.C. with our good friend J.P. Flame. PJ, welcome back to You Better You Bet. Nick and Ken, how's it going? What's going on, guys? Yeah, I got to tell you, the bookies, they better be careful this week because the glass man <laughs> likes the board, both in the NFL and in college. So... I'm excited to give out some plays. The glass man likes the board. That's uh, just, thank you. Thank you for that, PJ. I appreciate it. I see, uh, 
I see we're on a lot of dogs this week. I agree with a bunch of these, actually, which I was happy to see. Uh, these these big-time college football teams that are in, you know, I guess like letdown spot is the wrong word for a couple of them, but just like are they going to make it to the finish line and make the college football playoff? Oregon has covered a lot of numbers this year. Kind of an interesting game for them. They got Oregon State next week, obviously, and like one of their games of the year. They play Arizona State, who has been a really hot, cold, funny team this year, and Oregon's laying a big, big number, 23 and a half, 24 on the board right now. You say you love the board this week. Uh, what are we doing in this game, Oregon and Arizona State? Yeah, Ken, I, I like the Sun Devils this week, plus 23 and a half. It's really all about the head coach for Arizona State. His name's Kenny Dillingham. He used to be the OC under Dan Lanning at Oregon the last couple of years. So he's worked with Bo Nix. He knows that team really well. He knows Oregon's offense really well. Arizona State, you know, they played Washington really tight earlier this year. So they're one of those teams that can kind of get up against the elite in the Pac-12 and play them kind of close. The last three team, the last three times these teams have played, the game has been decided by three or fewer points. The state of Arizona is kind of like a house of horrors for Oregon. It seems like every other year the Ducks take a ranked team either into Tucson or to Tempe, and they trip up. It just almost seems like it happens. So I don't know if they lose the game. I personally am going to sprinkle a little 12-1 to on the money line just because we haven't had that crazy upset in college this year. And Arizona State beating Oregon wouldn't shock me just because we've kind of seen it before. But I certainly love them with the points and uh, just the familiarity with Dillingham and this Oregon team. We love when the glass man joins the show. He has a ton of bets always to give out. PJ, we don't we only we don't have like a ton of time left, so let's let's try and keep these like thirty to forty five seconds so we can fit all the glass man's plays in. PJ, let's go to uh, Tennessee and Georgia this weekend. What do we like here in the SEC? Guys, last week we were talking Georgia Ole Miss. I told you I like Georgia, and it's just when people don't feel like Georgia is gonna roll a team when they kinda like the dog in the matchup. That's when Georgia tends to look like Georgia. And this week, it's the opposite. With how Tennessee looked against Mizzou, nobody wants to back Tennessee. And then obviously, with how Georgia looked against Ole Miss, everybody's back in Georgia. Now they're number one, according to the playoff committee. Tennessee's one of those teams. They're so different at home than they are on the road. And this is their Super Bowl. This is the game that they have been looking for all year. So I like Tennessee to keep it close. I like them plus 10 and a half. Yeah, I would say one of the it was supposed to be one of the games of the year last year. It didn't really play out that way. Georgia like absolutely throttled. That was the game where Hooker tore his knee too, right? The hand and hooker injury. That I think that happened in that game. Or at least he got sacked a ton in that game. And then Tennessee like lost a bunch of games to close the season. Didn't end up quite as good. Maybe, maybe revenge. We'll see. PJ, stay uh, go back to the Pac 12. We were we were talking about Arizona State, Oregon before. Arizona and Utah less glamorous neither of these teams probably going to go to the pac 12 title game but arizona's given like a really good accounting of themselves recently what are we looking at here side or total yeah we're going to the total ken i like under 45 and a half this utah team this season it feels like when we're looking at the total they kind of play to whichever team they're going up against when they play elite offensive teams like usc washington those games go over the total when they play teams that are solid on defense when they play ucla when they play oregon state you know, they played Baylor and Florida earlier in the year when both them and those teams were kind of trying to figure them themselves out on offense. Those games went under. Arizona's a really solid team. They're good on defense, and they're kind of a game-control type offense, and I think that's how they're going to try and want to win this game. So I think this is too many points. Utah's defense is still really good. I like under 45 and a half. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday. Getting bets on the gridiron for the weekend with the glass man. Bookies, watch your back. 
on Twitter at PJGlasser9. Glassman, let's go to the National Football League. What do you have for us here? So speaking of Arizona, about about the Arizona Cardinals taking on C.J. Stroud and the Texans in Houston. Nick, favorite bet of the week. I love Arizona plus five and a half. I like them on the money line as well. I think they win the game. Like, this is what makes the NFL so great. It's a week-to-week league. Everybody just watched Houston have that huge win over Cincinnati. They have Jacksonville upcoming next week, which is a huge game. This is a nice little sandwich spot to fade them. And I like the fact that we're getting a healthy Arizona team, right? Kyler's back. James Conner's back. Looked pretty good last week against Atlanta. I also like the fact we're getting Kyler Murray as a dog. He's 21-12-2, uh, ATS in his career as a dog. 16-8, and eight, ATS as a road dog. Don't love Kyler when he's the favorite, but I do like him when he's the dog and when we're getting a good amount of points like this. Everybody's hyping up Stroud for MVP. I love Stroud. He's awesome. But we did that with Brock Purdy after the Dallas win, and then he turned around and lost to the Browns as a double-digit favorite. So that's the NFL. When people are high on a team, they tend to have letdown performances. I think we could get one out of Houston this week. So I think the Cardinals win this game, guys, and I love them as five-and-a-half-point dogs. Yeah, we did, we did that MVP combo with Lamar Jackson. They lost to the Browns. They had a two-touchdown lead in the game going into that game. They lost the game. So it's funny how that works, right, where just the hype team yeah. ends up kind of laying an egg, basically. Uh, Giants and Commanders, PJ, I, I, I said earlier in the week, I, I really like the Giants in this game, even though nobody wants them, even though they might be quitting, whatever. Big point spread. Gone down a little bit, eight and a half, nine on the board right now. How about the Giants and the Commanders here in about 30 seconds? I like the Giants too, Ken. This is all about not trusting Washington to win a game by this many points when they're expected to do so. We saw them as six-point favorites against the Bears, lost that outright. We saw them big favorites week one against Arizona, needed a fourth-quarter comeback. This is just a franchise that's not used to being in these spots. It's a divisional game. I think the Giants muck it up, keep it ugly, and like you said, just too many points. I like the Giants as well. Glassman, let's close with the Super Bowl rematch on Monday Night Football at Arrowhead, where apparently Taylor Swift will be in attendance. Can't wait for that. PJ, uh, question number one. Question number one. Are you a Swifty? And then what are you doing with the Chiefs and the Eagles on Monday Night Football? KC laying two and a half. Wouldn't consider myself a Swifty. I-, I mean, I like her. I like her music, but I'm certainly not as hardcore as-, as some of the other people. Like her, though, I will be locked into this game, and I like Kansas City at home, guys. I like them minus the two and a half. Mahomes is 30-1 and straight up in November, December, and January regular season games. The guy just does not lose this time of year. Both teams obviously coming off a bye. It feels like the Eagles are kind of due for another loss, though. If we're getting Mahomes under the three as as a home favorite, I'm going to take that. So I like the Chiefs. I think it's going to be a great game, but uh, give me Kansas City on Monday night. PJ, what is the best Taylor Swift song if you had to pick one and only one? I like, I've always liked the song Mean the best. That's my favorite. How does it go? I'm being, I, I, I do, I am asking you Someday, to sing because it's funny. I, I don't know what it is. I'll be living in a big old city and all you're ever going to be is mean. Didn't oh. think I was going to sing on You Better You Bet today, but there you go. <laughs> PJ, yeah. PJ well, hashtag board, filling yeah. himself. But you know yeah. what? Look, like, you know, like Taylor Swift's got some good songs. I, I, I like Antihero. That one's really good. I, I like Cruel mm. Summer. But the best song in the history of songs, Jake, is what? I mean, you know what? Taylor Swift will impress me. Come up with a top yeah. 40 banger with This Is The Beat. Well, That's what I want. Let's remix that. Yeah, remix that, yeah. Taylor, you loser.
The Glass Man joining us here on You Better You Bet. On Twitter at PJGlasser9. Send it in weekdays, 1 o'clock Eastern, here across all our social platforms. Inside the betting line, Sunday, 1 to 5 p.m. Eastern, with our pal JP Flame, live from Washington, D.C. Glassman, we sincerely appreciate it. Good luck with the bets this weekend. If we don't catch up with you before the holidays, happy Thanksgiving, my friend, to you and your family. Yeah, you guys as well. Appreciate you having me as always. All right, the Glassman joining us here on You Better You Bet. I just think it would be great at some point. It doesn't have to be our show, any show, for, like, hosts to say to a guest, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. And they'd be like, yeah, well, piss off. Hope it's a terrible one for you and yours. <laughs> on the other side, we'll board the locomotive. Ken Barkley's college card coming up for the weekend.